Saying that money is the root of all evil is the root of all evil. Not because of what it says, but because who said it and who didn't. Misquoting God has been around since sin number one. So for the love of God, please, love God enough to read it right, read into it right, and to repeat it right. And it's time for another unbuckled, bumpy ride with your guide, the stark-raving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. Welcome to my podcast based on my brand new book, available on Amazon, Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N. It's a year-long guide to gratitude and our daily grind. The book that combines some timeless wisdom from a whole lot of the world's wiser people with the reflections, reactions, and wisecracks of the guide's author, me. And it guides you, the reader, through the simplest system for a happy, healthy, authentic, and genuinely grateful everyday experience. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do. I wrote it. It's either at Amazon or at my website, amperage.com, A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of... Misquotations such as, money is the root of all evil, and things like, God helps those who help themselves, well... They edit God's words. And in the Bible, in Revelations, way in the back, it says, Let no man add to or take from these words. Let no man do this, is what it says. Probably no woman either. I wonder why that is. I mean, really, it's been going on since some certain specific certain misquoted God in Eden about the tree of knowledge. And though God's track record is flawless, human history is not so perfect in our perspective, in our reflective reporting, shall we say. See, earlier I said that the misquotation of money is the root of all evil was itself the real root of all evil. Why? Why am I saying this? Why? Well, the quote wasn't even that money is the root of all evil, because it's not. The love of money is. The quote says that the love of money is the root of all evil. And so let me ask, what is a one-word synonym and similarity to the love of money? Hmm? Could that be greed, Jim? Yes. Greed is the root of all evil because greed, defined, is a selfish and excessive desire for more of something, whether it be food or water or power or wealth or control, more than what is needed. And when it comes to God's perspective, not ours, Well, just ponder that for a nanosecond or two. Simplifying it, because the motivation for this misquote that I talked about, and so many others, was to rely on our own agendified purpose, 
our own, ours, ours, mine, mine, mine. Greed. Greed from Main Street to Wall Street is not good. And it's not the agenda of sharing God's will and God's word on purpose. It's too much about me and not enough about He. Focus on this. God's way, God's will, and God's words were not given so that they may be used as ours, but so that we may be seen as His. Let me say that again. God's way, God's will, and God's words were not given so that they may be used as ours, but so that we may be seen as His. The motivation for so many of our misquotes in time and history has been to rely on our own agendified purpose, not the agenda of sharing God's will and God's word on purpose. But these are not always just examples of simple, harmless little trivial mistakes. The real damage is done when folks use biblical misinformation to assert their own standards on others. Oh yeah, I know that's heavy, but you know mankind has done that to all life at times. And that, my man, is in no way kind. We put our spin on it rather than portray God's spirit in it. So quit putting out words into God's mouth and taking out words and meaning and power from God's messages, His messages to us. And we're the ones doing it, so we're the ones who can stop it now. But you know what? It's not just God we misquote. We tend to track things about God through the mired muck like a Tonka truck toy. Ever hear this one? The devil is in the details. Attributed to, oh man, if I can remember his name, Vanderoth, I think it was. Uh, I believe he's an architect. It's actually a misquote, boys and girls. It's a misquote. The correct version is, God is in the details. The proverb, the devil is in the details, is attributed to Vanderoth, but this was most certainly, honestly, it was a misattribution. The expression originally derives from an earlier German proverb, which translates to English, because I'm not going to butcher it, God is in the detail. Leave it to an architect to appreciate sweating the details of piecing a world together. Oh, <laughs> and I'm just getting started, baby. We're not done yet. You give up, or are you thirsty for more? Thank you, Macaulay Culkin. Let's go over some Bible misquotes, shall we? Bible misquote number one, God helps those who help themselves. Honestly? This phrase is based more out of prideful ambition than it is from the Bible. You know who actually said it? Benjamin Franklin. Yep, Ben Franklin. So go ahead and let them hip-hop lyrics drop and blame that one on the Benjamins. Bible misquote number two, God will never give you more than you can handle. Not true at all. Those words aren't in the book. This one is definitely not to be found in the Bible. So since the Bible does say that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, ain't that kind of the same thing though? Okay, if we're going to word play, let's role play here. So let's say that some kid says, my dad will never give me more than I can handle, more than I can lift and more than I can get done. Really? That true? Not if you knew my dad. In his world, heavy lifting is inclined towards potential failure, and that's a foregone conclusion in my reality. My reality inside dad's world. Now, say, I can do everything through mom's relationship with dad. Is that more true? Yep. 
because mom is the powerful go-between. See, mom's power doesn't trump dad's power. Well, it shouldn't. But dad just may give me more than I am currently strong enough to manage so that I can grow. Even when I fail, I can still grow. But with mom's help and her love, her power, her support, her belief, I can survive whatever dad and mom allow to cross my path. So what it really says is this. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. Now, honestly, how good is your mama at helping you overcome temptation? Probably pretty good. Unless she's an Italian mama. I'm married to one, and they are the devil in disguise. Oh, yeah. You're the devil in disguise. (laughs) Sorry about that. Bible misquote number three. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Okay, well, that's not really a misquote, but it is misinterpreted frequently. While that is what it says, are you sure that you know what it truly means? The Hebrew word here for acknowledge doesn't mean simply a nod in someone's direction, you know, like you acknowledge an acquaintance on the sidewalk, like, what's up, God? (laughs) No, it's the Hebrew word yada, which means to know by experience and is the same word that they used for sexual intimacy within a marriage. So what that means now, what that means, how close must you really be to God to acknowledge Him in all your ways? And then, then He will make your path straight. How close do you need to be? Yeah, that's what I thought. Now you're nodding your head. Bible misquote, to thine own self be true. Definitely not. That is actually Shakespeare. And it's the opposite of a biblical message. The Bible says that our innermost thoughts can be evil and contradictory. The inner workings of your heart, of our hearts, our deepest insecurities, they're not always godly. And everyone has them. You honestly think the apostles way back when who went out to spread God's gospel, they faced assault, poverty, ridicule, and death. You think they were the whole time to thine own selves being true? All right. So what's the big deal? What's the problem with this mishmash of a multitude of misquotes? And there's more. Well, consider the accuracy of one statement from one Oscar Wilde, an Irish poet, playwright. And well, he was a hell of a lot of other stuff that we won't go into now. Oscar Wilde said, and I quote, accurately, by the way, most people are other people. Their thoughts are someone else's opinions. Their lives are a mimicry and their passions are a quotation. That was Oscar Wilde. Now, as mortal and behaviorally flawed as Wilde was when he walked on the wild side of this world, don't dismiss this message based on him being the messenger. Remember, it's often the days some folks wake up in life's gutter that enlighten more than a month of Sunday sermons ever will, unfortunately. So if it be true that, as Wilde said, most people are other people, their thoughts are someone else's opinions, their lives a mimicry, their passions a quotation, then do I, do we, Do you want to live a life based on other people's misquotes, mistakes, misinterpreting, and missing the meat of the message itself? Of the message of the Creator Himself? Even if He, God, created that misquoter? I mean, God created the one who originally adulterated and exaggerated and falsified and embellished and betrayed the basic statement. Then, ain't it kind of God's fault and responsibility that we have to wrestle with all of this? I mean, after all... Doesn't it say that God would never give us more than we can handle? So, can't we handle an occasional miscue and misquote? 
<laughs> yeah, we're back again. Well, we already know the answer to that now. We just covered it, or uncovered the truth behind it. God never said that. Well, the real test comes when our Bible reading causes us to ask the hard life questions that God would have us ask. And when it comes to quoting God, I think the hardest question to fess up and face is, do I just read the Bible, or do I allow the Bible to read me? Do you allow the Bible to read into you? It might be valuable if we might remember that the next time we're tempted to use our scripture knowledge to give someone unsolicited advice, advice that might lead to their taking action, action that they maybe should not be taking. If our lives are our beliefs put into action, then do we want to live a life of actions based on misinformed beliefs founded on misquotations of God? I mean, I know anyone can mean well and truly believe they're trying, that they're helping, that they're counseling, while wanting more than anything to steer things in the way that they see that they should be. But the root of all evil is greedily, greedy, greedy, greedily, wanting more of something than what is right. Even contribution or control or credit for saying something that may just be another misquote. Now, I'm going to put my phone down and go pick up my friendly good book. And now, more words of wisdom to wow your socks off from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. Entry page 209. If God listened to the prayers of men, all men would quickly have perished, for they are forever praying for evil against one another. Epicurus. And the guide's point of view on this? I know a guy who thanks God for unanswered prayers. He says, when you're talking to the man upstairs, just because you don't hear the answer doesn't mean God don't care. And sometimes, God's gift is an unanswered prayer. Thanks, GB. So what do you think about this? Using the Live Life Lean Guided system, what have you learned recently that's new? What have you earned that wasn't just handed to you? Where are you adding to the world that's bigger, better than just about you now? Reflect on all that, respect it, be grateful for it, and before you navigate somewhere next, please like, subscribe, and share to show you care. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean L-E-A-N guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Ampurage.com or Amazon and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about. And you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall. And until next time, good health, God bless. And now, go get a little dirty learning something new. Earning what's not given to you. Adding to this crazy world that we share and navigating your way to something new and next.